Hey everybody, welcome back to the Doncast. It's episode four. It's going to be a good one, so stay tuned. Hey, welcome back to the show, Hickmaniacs and Don Nuts. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, well, I'd like to start off the episode by, by saying I'm sorry. And uh, and also that I am joined, as usual, by my good friend Kevin. A very apologetic Kevin. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we, we, we messed up. We messed up. There's no, I don't know how else to say it. It was, you know, it was a whoops on our part. Yeah, it's been a... Uh, we, we didn't get the episode out last week. Uh, and I think we keep telling ourselves that that's okay, but I think that our fans and listeners uh, deserve an explanation. Yeah, they sure do. And and I'm not trying to make excuses, but no. I got to say, we got into quite a pickle. Quite a hairy situation. Now, as many of you know... Uh, my wife, my wife Janice owns an orchard where we grow, um, you know, pr- pr- predominantly plums. It's a plum orchard. It's a beautiful plum orchard. Yeah, thank you. Uh, although I gotta say, after the amount of time we spent there last week, I oof, do you still think so? <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> yeah. you're sick of it yet. Uh, I guess I, I guess I grew, uh, I grew accustomed to uh, you know waking up to the smell of plum leaves every mm-hmm. morning. Yes. Um, but we're getting ahead of yeah. ourselves. So, you know, I, uh, after we posted last week's episode, I was, you know, riding on this incredible high. Oh, yes. And um, as a way to, you know, celebrate, I asked uh, Janice if she would make her incredible plum fig salad, which I know you've had many times. Oh, it is legendary. And, she, you know, she uh, agreed. And so I set off to the orchard. To get some fresh, beautiful plums, and as I was going to leave, after I picked the finest, I uh, I've realized I could not find my keys. The keys to your lesaber. I was say uh, my lesaber, yeah. The keys to your study, mm-hmm, where we record the the Doncast. Uh, yeah, and you know, I, of course, I keep my study locked, and you know, at all times. Well, there's kind of precious cargo in there, you know. Mm-hmm, there's yeah, yeah. Your dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the replica of Don's chalice that mm-hmm. you that you recently just got, yeah, yeah, and hey, more on that chalice later. Yes, but, but it's you know back on track, and uh, you know I lost my keys, which are you know essential to the entire operation of the Don Hickman Appreciation Society. Oh yeah, and so you know I I was I was panicking, my vision was blurry, I was sweaty, heart palpitations, and I I called I called Kevin. You know, an incredible friend. He showed up in 15 minutes. Oh, at the drop of a hat, if you called me, I'd be there as soon as I could. Drop yeah. anything. You know, uh, yeah. uh, children's recital. Um, uh, you know, a dress fitting. Yeah, you're you're always there, and I always appreciate it. And so, of course, I called Kevin, and he he shows up, and we begin looking for the keys. The search, as we came to call it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what a search it was. Uh. I don't know if you've ever experienced the darkness of a plum orchard at night, but I've become very familiar with it. Yeah. And I'm speaking, of course, to our fans. Yeah. And no... I hope that they never have to experience the darkness of your wife's plum orchard. There's no lights there. 
No lights there. So. It's a very rustic orchard. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, though, I mean, we finding these keys was of utmost importance mm-hmm. to continue all of our activities. To continue Don's legacy. Yes, yes. Uh, these were the keys to the kingdom, as you would say. You know, every time I got discouraged, every time I was like, you know, let's just go, let's have a copy of these keys made. It's like, no, I have to... I have to carry on for Don. I feel this, you know, this this weight upon me to continue yes. this. I would call it more um, a loving hand on your shoulder, but the weight of that hand is what is what drove is what kept you going. Yeah, and and myself. Yeah, I was uh I was right there watching my friend uh, go through this, and it was it was hard for me, but I, it was hard for you, Blaine. I I know that. Um, it wasn't easy. Wasn't easy. Yes. Uh, so I, you know, I, I lost track of time in the orchard, and, and I know you did too. Um, about how long would you say that we searched for your keys before we finally uh, found do them? Do you know I did the math yesterday? Four days. Four days. Four days in that in that orchard. That's four sunrises. Yeah. Or three sunrises three sunsets i don't know it it, it it was it was it was like a fever dream yeah for those four days that which is is what you're telling me but it felt like a lifetime in this orchard yeah and uh, of course i don't know how many of our listeners deal uh with growing plums but plum trees are not grown in straight lines but in two no. it certain you know you have to grow them in a line and then put them at right angles and honestly a plum orchard is a maze. It's a labyrinthine would is a way that I would describe. Mm-hmm. And by day three, I mean, oh man, I wouldn't say hopelessness was the word because we held out hope the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But just despair of not being able to see the end of the orchard. This is a giant orchard, it's a, 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 a an orchard that your family should be proud of. You know, it, it's incredibly beautiful, but the often seemingly careless brutality of nature will show its face there. Oh, yes. Very much so. Uh, and it was, it was uh, you know, what, three day, two or three days before we found uh, basically the first view of civilization that we had, and that mm-hmm. was the Orchard mm-hmm. House. Yeah, the Orchard Lodge, which is... Uh, located in the middle of the orchard. And this was, uh, I would say, a saving grace, but I don't want people to think that this was some sort of, you know, this wasn't the uh, the Ritz. This wasn't, you know, the the Hilton. No, it's, you know, it's meant to be a basic, you know, uh, shelter for orchard workers. Yes, the plum pickers. Yeah. Uh, and, and let me describe this uh, to the, the listeners just to kind of paint a picture here. The you have a flat mm-hmm. ten roof. Is it ten or is it what's the is it corrugated steel? And I you know I'm not I'm not an expert on that. It's it's just a um, shingled roof. Is it a shingled roof? I don't yeah. Know. It was dark when we got there, and I didn't. Uh, once we got there, I I tried not to leave for a day, day and a half, just to really kind to of recuperate. Yeah, recharge the batteries. Um, thin wooden walls a very very uh 
basic root cellar. Uh, luckily for us, stocked with a different, you know, plum preserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, and some you know chips and things too. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I assume they were left there by the plum workers. We keep it stocked. Oh wow, wow, very thoughtful yeah. of you and your family. You know, and thank goodness, <laughs> air conditioning. Yeah, had to have that air conditioning. It was mighty warm. You know, heating, plumbing, and I do want to take the time to apologize. I. I did forget to pay the internet bill last month, so the Wi-Fi wasn't up, but... It was brutal. It does provide a bare minimum for those seeking shelter. Yes, yes. And it it, it gave us a a respite from uh, what seemed like an endless orchard Mm -hmm. that we could not escape. Yeah. But it, it wasn't all bad. No. Because after... Many, many hours of searching, endless hours of searching, uh, under the light of a new day. Mm-hmm. We had some time to kind of recharge our batteries and, yep. and re- refill that, 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 that hope valve that we had kind of emptied in our yeah. previous search. We did find your keys. That's how we're here. That's how we're talking. Yes. Um, but there was a little, little gray cloud over. Oh, God. Finding your keys. Yeah. uh, And this is a personal apology from me to not only the listeners, but to Blaine. No, no, no. No, Blaine. No, no, no. Blaine, let me apologize. I know I've apologized a thousand times for this. My friend, I could not have found my keys without your help. You were the ones who saw them gleaming in the tall grass, and you picked them up, and there was that moment of salvation for me. Yes. And... and, (sighs) But upon finding that set of skeleton keys, I had realized, and this was, you know, insult to injury, that in, in between the time that I got there to assist you and the time that we found your keys, mm-hmm. I had then lost my keys. And <sighs> yeah, I don't... Yep. I'm so sorry. No, for that. Do not apologize. It added seventeen hours. Seventeen hours onto our already grueling search. Yeah, but in the end, I was actually able to find your keys. <laughs> yes. So we uh, did. You know, I'm the one who found, found them. Actually, I think they they must have gotten. It was incredible. They were hanging off a branch of a plum tree, like they had just been snagged out of your pocket. Yes, and. I do, it was my fault. I was, uh, since you had called me in the middle of the night, um, not in the middle of the night, but early in the evening, and I had already gone home and was going to retire to bed, mm-hmm. um, I was wearing probably, I'll say it, a little too loose of a robe. Yeah. Well, hey, I don't blame you. I get um, it. Which, in my defense, is not the best orchard attire. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hey, you know what? We You weren't expecting to be there long. I didn't want to be, but we found ourselves in that situation. But you know what? We got out of it, and here we are. And folks, we're sorry. Yes, we are sorry, but I would like to say that we are stronger for that experience. Definitely. Stronger as friends, mm-hmm. stronger as people. Mm-hmm. More importantly, stronger as 
Hickmaniacs. Absolutely. My devotion to this show, to this Appreciation Society, to Don Hickman's legacy has never been stronger. Yes, I feel the same way. And and my admiration for you has never been stronger, oh, but also man, my admiration for Don as a guiding light in that uh, wicked forest of an orchard. Oh. Uh, you know, it's just it's just something to wake up on your second day in the orchard and say, I just got to keep going for Don. Yeah. Because I have to, I have to, I have to speak the word mm-hmm. and I have to spread the word. Yep. Uh, of Don and Don's life. And that's a cause and that's a reason to go on. Yeah. Is Don. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Don, because here we are. Thank yes. you, Don. And thank you, uh, listeners and appreciators for your patience. Yeah. Cause also, matter. of course, I couldn't get into my study. I couldn't leave an orchard for a while. I would have given an update earlier, let everyone know we yes. would be late. But, well, that's you, now you know what happened. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I know the idea of getting copies made kind of bounced back and forth between us. But we felt it would kind of be uh, cheap. It would kind of, you know, you need those that one set of keys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To get into your study, yeah, your, it's, you, that's you know, sacred. Kind of, that's mine. The Don Cave, the mm-hmm. the 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 war room. Only one man should have the ability to enter as he chooses. Yes, and that is you. You pass freely in and out of that room mm-hmm. every day. And I'm in there already. When I can tell the next person, yes, please come in. Oh yes, I have to knock. Mm-hmm. And that's how. You, that's our. That's the secret knock is. But I got to say, if there's anybody out there who could enter freely when they chose to, it would be you. <laughs> Thank you. That's an honor. That's an honor, Blaine. Uh, but overall, I just I hope that you can accept my apology and Blaine's apology. Um, we're human, you know? Mm-hmm. We try our hardest, but hey. And like any human, you want your wife's famous plum fig salad. You oh, go out to the orchard. You go out to your family orchard, and and you know, maybe that one time out of a hundred that you go to your family's orchard, you lose your keys. Yeah, and then you're with your friend, and you call your friend for help, and your friend comes, and you spend a couple of days in the orchard looking for your keys, and then you spend a night, day and a half in the orchard house, mm-hmm. and you find your keys, and then that one time out of a hundred. Your friend also loses his keys because he's wearing a very loose robe. One time out of a million. Let's yes. be honest here. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're sorry and we're back and we're here to stay, folks. Thank you. We are back. I'm anyway. excited. Ooh, all that aside, let's get to the meat of today's episode. Yes. I'm excited to just get down to business. Yeah. So uh, in the tradition of the first episode we aired, we have some lesser-known Don facts for you. Now, I understand this is maybe not as action-packed as last week's episode. And yes, we will have Origins Part 2 uh, on the way soon. Don't worry. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, but we, of course, we, you know, as you just heard, didn't have a ton of time to prepare for this week. So let's just go back. And because you know what? At the end of the day, a couple Don facts 
is a great episode. Yes. I mean, we could do a whole episode. We could do 10 episodes, 20 episodes, 30 episodes. What's not number? What's not number? Yeah, I don't want to put it. I don't want to put a limit on it. Um, because there are, there is an endless, a bottomless well, I'll mm-hmm. say, a bottomless well yeah. of Don facts um, that we, that you and I can just pull out of. Yep. So, what do we got? What well, do we got? Um, I just wanted, I, I kind of wanted to keep it light, but I kind of wanted to, you know, it, shed some light on Don, because mm-hmm. I do feel guilty for not bringing this last week, but yeah. also... You know, this is we usually spend days and nights uh-huh. working, outlining, writing, yep. um, just perfecting these episodes as much as we can. Uh, so this is kind of off the cuff. This is just, you know, it's, yeah, some off the off the so, top yeah. Don facts. Um, first off, uh, and you may know this from. Uh, or at least appreciators may know this from the hallway um, in the Appreciation Society headquarters, the Tallyhoga Corridor. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, everybody knows that's named after Don Hickman's dog. Of course. Tallyhoga. You called Tally for short. Yep. Yep. As you would a dog. Tally, come here. Oh, man. Hey, Tally. <laughs> yes, and Tally would come running. Uh, beautiful Labrador. Yep. Um, Beloved. But do you know... Blaine, you know mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Just humor me. Do you know where the name Tally Hoga came from? I do, of course. Uh, but for the listeners, uh, do I see any hands in the audience? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course. <laughs> oh, uh, but so, soon enough, folks, we are going to have a live episode. Yes. Make no mistake. Live episode. We're working on it right now. Uh, Don Hickman named his dog Tally Hoga after the beautiful civil war cannon that his uncle Hiram gave him for oh, his man uh, as a as a high school graduation present yeah and this was uh passed down from high school graduation to high school graduation yeah. to high school graduation Don Hickman's family actually everyone in his family going dating back to the revolutionary war graduated high school yeah which Hickman's was a, a huge a smart thing. bunch very intelligent very yeah. well studied Mm-hmm. Um, very much learned. Yeah, those are the Hickmans. Um, good stock. Yeah, good, hearty, intelligent stock. Yeah, um, All but American. he he loved um, this cannon so much, but he he wasn't able to take it with him everywhere. You can't you can't you can't just yeah. throw a cannon in the yeah. back of a Lesaber and oh. and and eh, drive let's not it. doubt the Lesaber. Well, yeah, yeah. come on, it's a hassle though. Yeah, um, but he easy. he loved the cannon and he loved his uncle Hiram, mm-hmm. uh, and and so in honor of this very thoughtful, very um, important high school graduation mm-hmm. present, uh, he named his beloved dog. Uh, Tally Hoga. Yes, he did. Cannon. Yeah. Uh, and then the the grandest corridor in our headquarters, we named Tally Hoga Corridor. Yep. And that's that's a that's a Don fact and an Appreciation Society fact. Yeah. 
So that's a that's a double whammy for you guys. Yeah. So I imagine some of you are going. It's kind of all clicking into place for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It all right. makes sense. I was wondering why do they have that that big that big placard above the <laughs> above the door to the hallway. I think we should also get maybe a bust of Uncle Hiram in there. I mean, honestly, that's, I think we could have an episode devoted to Uncle Hiram because he was a huge influence. Huge on influence. Um, hard to get a, a clear photograph of him though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Everyone I've seen, even if everybody else in the photograph is crystal clear, he's very grainy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll have to do some maybe a you know photo enhancement to to get a better, sharper look at uh, old Uncle Hiram. Oh yes, and that could be an appreciation society in itself. Oh man, yeah. Legends <laughs> beget legends, and I think that Uncle Hiram might have been the legend that begot. Don. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Definitely. Yes. And that but that's that's a whole other subject. That's yeah. getting a little too a little too deep for episode four. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> if yeah, I yeah, say yeah. so myself. Maybe episode forty four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, what uh what's next on the list here? Um I brought up earlier mm-hmm. in your locked study, the reason one of the many reasons mm-hmm. you lock your study, mm-hmm. uh, you know, your dagger, uh your different manuscripts, yeah. um my uh I have a, I have an incredible, I'm so proud of this, a big stack of maps, you know, one of which we used. Yes. On that recent trip. Yes. Precious uh, memorabilia mm-hmm. uh, related to Don. Yeah. Um, wonderful, wonderful oil paintings, mm-hmm. um, you know, just letters and, and stuff like that, uh, and why you lock your study, and that's, but... One one of the newest additions. Oh man, I can't to your study. I can't wait yourself. to talk. I can't wait Contain to talk yourself. about this. Uh, is a replica of Don's lost chalice. Yep, 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 yep. And if you you know, this is kind of uh, you know deep Hickman lore. Yeah. Um, for you know people who have been kind of initiated already. Mm-hmm. And even not even just initiated, but like they we've been talking and, and they've come to every meeting and they know the kind of the rituals and the ceremonies of of the society. Mm-hmm. Um, Don had a a beloved chalice mm-hmm. and the, uh, no living person has ever seen it. No, 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 no. Because... Nobody alive on this earth has laid eyes on this chalice. Yeah. Do you you know why? I do know why, and and I know that this resonates with you, because you had a uh, a very um, drastic coming of age at nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So Don loved this chalice as much as we've heard. Right, this is as much right. as we've heard. Um, Don loved this chalice. Uh, nobody knew where he got it. Nobody knew. Uh, where it came from or or uh, what it you know what it meant to Don mm-hmm. except that he loved this chalice and yep. he drank most things from most it. thing yeah uh he would take it to restaurants, restaurants yeah parties he, parties know. that's that's what he drank out of that's what he drank out of um do you want to describe just just from word of mouth how you got your chalice design yeah i would love to so as 
uh, as you know, um, Feldman's Daggers in Indiana is who uh, we all go to to have a replicas of his dagger. Wonderful made. people. Now, while they make great daggers, they don't make chalices. So, I was actually referred uh, by them to a, you know, a boutique chalice maker out of Wisconsin, mm-hmm. um, Rothman Chalices in Madison, and. Uh, you know, I contacted them. I, I described as best as I could uh, from... But the thing about the chalice is even more up to interpretation than the dagger, I think. Oh, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Because people there are people living right now who have seen the dagger. Yeah. And they tried to describe it the best they Don could. wrote extensively about the dagger. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, even some drawings. Don, drawings, not the poems. best artist, but yeah, poems, drawings, uh you know, just he wrote a you lot. Know, and honestly, I think that was like he that's how he would relax. He'd get oh, home yeah. off work and he would, you know, write a haiku about right. the dagger. Unwind with a couple syllables about this dagger. Mm-hmm. Although the chalice I, was a sore subject. Yeah. Though. And I wonder though if when he was writing when he was, you know, he'd he'd you know, he'd shine a light on the dagger, he'd put it on its, you know, stand. Mm-hmm. You'd see that, you know, the jewels and the rubies glinting. And I wonder if he you know, kind of instinctively would reach for the chalice, you know, made with some scotch in it as he wrote his haiku. I, yeah, I, I I imagine so. And that's, and yeah. it, this and is... It, honestly, it, the chalice, it's, you know, I get choked up yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, it's hard to talk about. Yeah, but why have we not seen it ever, anyone living? Well, uh, on Don Hickman's 19th birthday... For completely unknown reasons, mm-hmm. he flung it into the Loosahatchee River. Oh, yeah. A couple people were present. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never talked to any of them personally. No. They're all all they're, of them are deceased. Long gone. Um, but they say that it's the only time they'd ever seen that great man, and he was a great man mm-hmm. by nineteen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But obviously, as any 19-year-old, he was having uh, a huge change happen in mm-hmm. his life. As all 19-year-olds do. Yes. As, as, I mean, I know that you had a huge change yeah. happen at yeah. 19. Yeah, yeah, um, And he, he threw this chalice, this precious chalice of gold, uh, into the Lusahatchee River, and and men and and the few people that were there said it was the only time they had ever seen this great man brought to tears. Yeah, yeah, and I wonder, I wonder, but they do not know why he did it. Yeah, he was crying when he did it, and yes, I mean, I don't, I mean, think of yourself at nineteen. I don't like to do that. Different year times. for old Kevin. Yeah, but I, for me, maybe mm-hmm. nineteen is an age. Yeah, this when, is, that was when, a, and from what you've told me, that was a beautiful year for you. Beautiful, but um, also very hard. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, difficult, but you know, important. And and for me, it was definitely a year. I I, I could say that um, I had to come to terms with my own mor- mortality. How is that, Blaine? Well, eh, it's kind of too long to get into now. But I imagine, though, possibly for Don at the same time, uh, you know, he realized. His space in existence was, you know, like a chalice in a river, and he flung it to the void as all human life is flung into the void. That symbolism does suit what we know about Don. Mm-hmm. He actually, that sounds 
spot on for what Don would want to achieve with the symbolism of of hurling a chalice. His precious chalice. His, his up to that point, I'd say most prized possession. I don't think he had received his dagger by then. So I'd have to I'd have to check my timeline. I'm yeah, kind of frazzled mm. after the after last week. We'll go back and, and we'll put an edit in if we're wrong yes, about that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, just hurling that chalice of gold mm-hmm. into the Lusahatchee. Yeah, gone, gone forever. Swallowed into the blackness. And I think that what we can take from that, at the very least, is that that was a formative moment for our hero yeah don yep yeah but uh you know that's you know we'll definitely talk more about the chalice and you know that's some heavy stuff but uh you know it looks like we got uh time for you got a quick fact maybe one more because we're, we're kind of running out of time yeah here. i think i got one more maybe a, um, a little lighter hearted yeah let's 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 take a step back lighten things up it's been a rough week uh <laughs> that's you know putting it lightly but uh, let's talk about surprise apples. Oh you man! You want to talk about this plane? Oh man, I this is honestly this is one of the most endearing things about <laughs> Don. Uh, this this is kind of become an inside joke with <laughs> the society. Oh man! Um, every holiday, every birthday, uh, along with you know whatever serious Don related gift mm-hmm. that we give, we also throw in a basket of what Don delightfully called surprise apples yep, yep. and do you do you want to tell them what surprise apples are surprise apples also known as tomatoes T- tomatoes just your Don, homegrown garden variety tomato you want to talk about somebody <clears throat> a good belly laugh oh man when don would bring up surprise apples <laughs> <laughs> he just thought it was so funny uh and and that's you know Going from the chalice, from the orchard to the chalice to the, you know, it, it, you know, it's. The, I just want to end it on that note. Let's run the full spectrum with Don today, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if there could be any silver lining on, man, the ordeal of the past week, it is that in the end I did retrieve enough plums for my wife to make her wonderful plum fig pie. So what do you say, buddy? Let's go get some. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.